Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello again, or hello for the first time. Either way, I'm Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 43. This Monday morning started bright, and it was great to see the sky lighting up as I left my home at 7.10 a.m. The thin crescent moon was still in the eastern sky, and it was pretty awesome to see both the sliver of moon and the first light of the morning together in the heavens above. I had my eyes, ears, and soul open then to experience the presence of God. Yet that wasn't the time I most experienced God's presence today. Remain here with me for a few minutes, and I'll share more about this with you. While my teaching of religion went pretty okay for a Monday, in which many of my students appeared rather sleepy, it wasn't until after school that I had my clearest experience of the presence of God. I love to read in my small amounts of spare time, and putting down my phone and picking up a book, or a book on my Kindle tablet, is a good practice for me. Tonight, I finally finished a book I've been reading for a while, and I finally began one which has been on my shelf for a long, long while. There's a connection between the two books, and I believe God was showing me something important through both of them. The one I finally finished was Beyond the Messy Truth, How We Came Apart and How We Come Together, by activist, man of sincere Christian faith, and CNN commentator Van Jones. I think it's an important book for our times, as he begins with a heart-to-heart letter-slash-talk to both those on the left and those on the right. He shows how sides failed, both sides failed, in the 2016 presidential campaign-slash-election, and how stereotypes and prejudice by each side against the other has led to the anger and mistrust that's brought us to what many see as a precarious moment for our nation and democracy. Van Jones urges us to get beyond the tribal partisanship and to wake up to the dire problems of our time for which solutions are urgently needed to be forged across our divides. He lists four, fix the justice system, end the addiction crisis, 21st century jobs, high tech, and 21st century jobs, clean tech. To offer direction in these areas, he presents excellent resources beyond the book itself. The other book, which I bought a while ago and I've been meaning to read for way too long, is Strange Gods Unmasking the Idols in Everyday Life. The author, Elizabeth Scalia, is the Catholic anchoress at the remarkable web community, Pathios.com. I think this is a good Lenten book, and I'm considering using some of the ideas in it for a meditation series I'm creating for my school this Lenten season. I'm only in the first few pages of Strange Gods, and I'm already seeing how I, too, like pretty much everyone else, struggle with the primary sin of idolatry. Scalia writes in 2013 and observes the idolatry placed upon both Obama as well as Sarah Palin during the 2008 campaign. This was an early step in the political tribalism fueled by prejudice and fear, which intensified and deeply infused the 2016 campaign. She observes, quote, If God created us in his image, we humans tend to create gods in our own image. Or perhaps more correctly, we humans create gods so reflective and shiny they keep us looking at ourselves. I felt God's presence in these books showing me an area for conversion and growth in my life. I can get way too wrapped up in news and politics to the detriment of balance in other areas of my life. I'm guilty of some of the stereotyping based on partisan tribalism that Joan urges Americans to acknowledge and to move beyond. And if I'm honest, I think Scalia's insights about idolatry 
will hold up a mirror to me, especially during Lent, to see what reflective and shiny gods I've created, which keep me from fully seeing the one true God around and within me. Where are you in the hyper-partisan tribalism of our America of today? Where might idols be lurking in your own life? Thanks for listening. Blessings and peace.